This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, everyone. It's your biggest fan, Jeff Hancher. Before we dive into the content today, I want to thank everybody again for coming out to the performance management workshop that we did on February 9th. Man, I am just humbled. We had people that came from all over the country, South Carolina, Wisconsin, Chicago, I mean, all over the place. And um, man, just so excited. And um, very, very grateful, very, very thankful that you all showed up. Uh, we have had some people that uh, shot us the email based off of uh, my social media post uh, that you tried to get in. And obviously we closed down the performance management workshop. So I don't believe that we talked about this on the Champion Forum podcast. Uh, so for those of you that don't follow me on social media, I want to get the message out. If you tried to register for performance management and saw that it was sold out, we want to make sure that you get preferential seating the next time around. Uh, we have sold out every time we've done the workshop, which we're excited about, uh, and we don't want to keep people waiting. If that is you and you want to be put on a waiting list, email us at info at jeffhancher.com. All right, let's dive in. We got a question from a listener. Very excited about this. Um, it's been a little while since uh, we have addressed listener questions, but I like this one. So I wanted to, I wanted to kind of talk through it a little bit. Here's what this person says. This is from Michelle. Michelle says, Jeff, some would say I'm a driver type. I can relate Michelle, by the way. I hate to lose more than I like to win. I'm still with you. I am self-aware enough to know that I don't take criticism well. Even worse, my boss is the most critical person I've ever met. How do I navigate this? Please help, Michelle. I've been there. Michelle, I have been there, and that's why I love this question, and that's why I want to address the question. So maybe you're listening. You are a driver type. You hate to lose more than you like to win. Uh, maybe you lack self-awareness. Either way, we're going to address it. And you have a boss that's critical. And boy, is that a formula for a disaster, potentially. How do you navigate that? You know, I was thinking about this question, and it made me reflect back to uh, the interview that we did with Larry Yatch, the Navy SEAL. If you didn't listen to that interview, go back and check it out. Uh, he told some amazing stories about his time as a Navy SEAL. One of the questions that I asked Larry in that episode, I asked him, you know, what was one of the biggest differences that you have found from being a Navy SEAL and being in the civilian world? Like, what's some glaring things that are different? He's like, I'm going to tell you, like, one of the top things that's different is how people handle criticism. He's like, you know, as a Navy SEAL, if somebody would criticize us or critique us or whatever it might be, we've, we, he said, we loved it. He's like, because we were like fighting for incremental improvement. Like we were just find, trying to find small ways to incrementally get better because we'd spend the majority of our waking life training, developing, pushing, trying to get better. And you get to a place that you, you're like, I don't know where the improvement lies until somebody comes up and says, hey, you should try this or you should stop doing that or you should start doing this. He's like, it really wasn't a matter of is what they were saying true or not. It was just the fact that we love to get the criticism 
because we might be able to use it to get better. He said, but then, you know, I got into the civilian world and here I am thinking like if I give people some criticism or feedback, they would appreciate it and people would start getting emotional. Some people would cry about it. And he was like, no, he's like, you got to look at feedback as a gift. And man, isn't it true? Sometimes we don't like to hear it, but it is a gift, whether it's true or not. You know, Norman Vincent Peale once said this, and I think it said so well. He said, the trouble with most of us is that we'd rather be ruined by praise than saved by criticism. Let that sink in. Wow. Criticism brings learning opportunities, doesn't it? It's very easy to overlook your mistakes until someone points them out. Our natural tendency is to react to criticism by looking for someone else to blame. Not my fault. I didn't do that. Not me. You got the wrong guy. No, sir. I would never do it. I'm a peak performer. I never make mistakes. This mindset prevents us from actually learning anything. If we choose to think of criticism as learning opportunities and take the time to reflect on what we've learned, we'll have the tools to take thoughtful action. Not all criticism or feedback is true. I'll be the first to say it, but it's all a gift. So, Michelle, and all of you perfectionists that are listening, like me, here are a few tips that I think you, you can do immediately, literally, to be more intentional when embracing the criticism that might be coming your way. The first thing is pause before you respond. You know, uh, us driver types, us take the hill mentality type people, uh, typically uh, we start shooting and then we try to aim, right? It's kind of backwards. It's like we just want to bite. You know, we want to go at it. We want to attack. This is a good time to pause, especially if it's a boss, like you referenced, Michelle. Your boss is giving the critique. You don't want to be this person that's always deemed as defensive and argumentative. Before you react, stop. Give your brain a couple seconds to process what was just said. Those brief moments, they're going to they're, they're gonna help stop an unwanted uh, eye roll, grimace, facial expression, and help you think rationally. They're going to help you be more objective. Having composure and not making these knee-jerk reactions, it's going to help you build a brand of self-confidence and a high threshold for stress. So always remember, people are watching how you respond. Matter of fact, I will tell you that there's some people out there that are creating ways to see how you respond. Don't fall victim to that and don't take the bait. Full composure at all times. Pause before you respond. The second thing that you can do is avoid getting defensive. This plays well into the first thing, pause. A common, a common initial reaction to criticism is to get offended and to argue. Uh, defend my position. Let me tell you why. Giving neg negative feedback is as hard and sometimes as nerve-wracking as receiving it. If we approach the situation by redirecting the blame or getting defensive, it won't encourage the person to be open with us again in the future, nor will it help us improve. And this is even if it's your boss. Well, if they're, if they're my boss, surely uh, they will not stop giving me feedback and criticism. No, there's many leaders listening right now that would be the first to step up and say, there are people on my team that I dread giving feedback to because they're always so defensive. And then you have some leaders that are, you know, they don't have the confidence to go back in and have the tough conversation. And if that's you, 
here you are, you are left isolated at best. At best, you're isolated. But what this could lead to is a very tarnished brand. You're not able to be promoted and your career gets stifled. Andy Stanley uh, said it best once when he said, leaders that don't listen will find themselves surrounded by people that have nothing to say. You know, whether you're a leader, I don't know if you're a leader or not, Michelle, um, but as leaders, it's important that we foster environment of feedback. Even if this means that every once in a while, you have to filter out the complainers and the doomsday people, we got to be people, we got to be leaders, we got to be professionals that say, not only do I welcome feedback, I'm going to give feedback. I'm going to create an environment where we, we foster the love of feedback and we stay composed. Number three, don't take it personally. It's not personal. Um, the, the relationships aren't that deep. They're just not. Criticism, it's not about you as a person, but only someone's observation about one of your decisions or an opinion that you had. It's just their observation. Again, it doesn't mean they're right. It's not personal. It's rarely personal. It's also important to note that the person giving you the criticism, they're not right all the time. However, they might be right. You know, it's kind of like every lie has a little bit of truth. Every sarcasm might have a little bit of truth. What truth can you pull from it and learn from it and grow from it? Because even if it's a lie, if it's a perception, you might have some work to do on your brand. Either way, you need the feedback. It's not personal. So don't take the feedback personal. I, I talk about the uh, the John McEnroe example a lot in, in workshops as far as composure and not taking things personal. You know, John McEnroe, for those of you that don't know, um, he was an amazing Hall of Fame tennis player. But John, um, he probably had a bigger brand and reputation for losing his temper than actually how he played the game. I mean, this guy would blow a gasket. This guy, he's like breaking rackets over his knee. He's pr- profanity to... The, 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 the people that he was playing, the officials, uh, he's throwing water bottles. Like the guy was out of control and this was every opponent. And it, you know, it was kind of intimidating. He would kind of get in their heads, but there was a, an opponent, I, I might butcher his name, but I think his name was Bjorn Borg. And, uh, I remembered watching an interview, uh, after he retired and they asked him, you know, how was it that you were able to beat John McEnroe so many times? He's like, you know, I, I you know, it was kind of simple, actually. I found that many, uh, many opponents that when they played John, they were playing John. I never played John. I played the ball. I thought, wow, man, that, I mean, I think Bjorn just gave us a life lesson here. It's the, he said, he went on to say, the only thing that changes the outcome of a tennis match is how the ball travels back and forth across the net. I'm like, wow, simple but so profound. Isn't it true, though, in life? You get criticism, just play the ball. Forget about who said it. Forget about why they said it. Forget about how they said it. What did they say? Just play the ball. It's not personal. Receiving feedback is by no means an indication that you're, you're a bad person but it might be an opportunity for you to grow. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's not a, it, might, it doesn't mean it's an attack. Don't take it personal. Number four, listen and understand. Now that you've avoided reacting negatively, maybe you're thinking rationally, 
and, and remember that this is beneficial for you, it's time to engage in a productive conversation. So, so listen, listen in, listen to the person without interrupting and trying to understand their perspective. When they're done, mirror back what you heard. For example, here's what I'm hearing you say. Here's why this is so, so powerful. Mirroring will help make the person feel comfortable to continue giving you criticism, to continue being honest. What we're looking for in this relationship, in this culture, in this environment is honesty. We're not just looking for what's right. We're looking for communication. Tell me what's on your mind. So listening to understand is a great way to do that. The more information you get, the more effective you're going to be in addressing it. Thank them for sharing. Even if it is your boss, Michelle, thank them for giving you that feedback, even if you're boiling inside. And you've been there. I've been there where you can literally feel your chest tighten. It's like, I don't know if I can take another word of this person's mouth saying this, but you have full composure and you listen and you understand. And even when you know they're wrong and they're lying right out of their teeth, you thank them for sharing because I'm, I'm here to create culture. I'm here to stay composed. And I see the criticism as a gift. Expressing appreciation doesn't mean you agree with them, but it does show that you acknowledge them. So remember, in closing, feedback is an absolute gift. Criticism is a gift. I hope these points helped you to reframe how you respond to your critics. And Michelle, take heart. You're not alone. I've been there. Many of us listening, we have been there as well. People of excellence expect and appreciate criticism because they know how to keep it in perspective. They don't allow critics to deter them from achieving their higher purpose. Remember, the higher the purpose that you have, the greater, of le- the, greater the level of criticism you're also going to receive. So if you're a leader, if you're not a leader, expect criticism. If you're doing something worthwhile, you're going to get a level of criticism. If you don't want criticism, there's only one way to make that happen, and that's simply to never do anything worthwhile. Expect criticism, embrace the criticism, learn from the criticism, and never forget that you all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead, inspire, win.